Did it play a part? Yes. Does it still count? Absolutely. Will it's there still be an asterisk in we- our mind? Yes. Hell no. <laughs> yes, there will be. Wow. The district, <laughs> there will you be. You started with your New Year's resolution lasted all about four <laughs> minutes. Congratulations, Sonny. New <laughs> Year, same Sonny. <laughs> it's always Sonny on the West box score. Thank you for downloading and listening to West Box Score. I'm Alex Gonzalez, joined once again by my two sports homies right here, Sonny Damato, Donald Paz. What's up, gentlemen? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? Feliz Año Nuevo. Yes, absolutely. Happy New Year. It's going to be a better year, right, everybody? Come on. Yes. Yeah, we're off be- and running in 2021, <laughs> yeah. man. It was a good five days, dude. We had a solid five days, kind of. It wasn't too bad. It was manageable. Then it all went twenty. It all went a throwback. It all went to the throwback of 2020 now. Yeah. It's too soon. It's too soon for a throwback yeah. this early. But, I mean, new year, new us, right? Yes. Right, new us. Yes. I mean, we're still... Right here, repping Blue Wire Hustle. Make sure to follow Blue Wire, follow Blue Wire Hustle on Twitter at Blue Wire Hustle. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Westbox Score. You know, Sonny's got his podcast, the Fox Crate Podcast, right there at you, the Fox you, Crate. You. Yeah, man, dude, you're. I mean, gotta say, man, big ups to the year end special, man. Yeah. It was good times. It was good. Listen, it's got me back with a vinyl itch. Every time I listen to your podcast, man, it just it just gives me that itch again. And I had to drop some of that stimulus check over at the record store, man. There I you had go. To do it. There, there you, you go. go. You see, like I say, we're just doing our public duty by <laughs> you know encouraging others to partake in this vinyl collecting game. And I was happy to see that, man. I was happy to see. I saw I saw Donald post about how he came up on some records. Oh yeah, recently, man. And I was like. Oh, dude, my heart was just warming like crazy, you know? Um, no, it was fun. It was fun to be back, dude. It was, it was, uh, you know, again, we only did, I think, but like five episodes in 2020, but we made sure they all fucking counted. So yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in and subscribing to that. And we will be coming in with a couple more episodes very soon. And there oh. will be a couple guests that we will have that I think the listeners of this podcast will be mm-hmm. very familiar with. So, um. Stay tuned for that. This podcast nice. tree is branching out, man. I love it. It's just just comment, <laughs> all the guests from everywhere, man. A lot of crossovers, yeah. guest starring appearances all over the place, dude. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's fun times. So it's the new year. Uh, Sonny, uh, Donald, do you guys got any New Year's resolutions? Donald, what are you, what are you going to do more of or improve upon this year? I, I do this every year, and every year I don't fully fulfill it, and that is my... Uh, my weight loss, you know, I always try to be healthier, fitter. Um, I always tell myself I want to have like a shirtless summer, you know, but, uh, you know, we, we, we can tr- still can be, we, we try, we try. And, uh, yeah, that's, right. that's going to be one of my goals. <laughs> it's a very vain I mean, goal, but, uh, it's, it's my goal. <laughs> I mean, Alex, it, Alex had a shirtless January. I thought I seen you out there wiling in Washington with, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, was that you? I thought that was that, you. That was I a see. guy who looked strongly like me, but it was not me. That was my doppelganger. Okay. And it was not me. I swear to you, it wasn't. Mm, I was, mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I am crazy and I love a wild good time, that was a little bit too wild for my taste right there. I'm yeah, not all, <laughs> like, you guys are too wild for me. Um, you draw the line at an insurrection. Say, <laughs> yeah. I draw the line at a coup, man. That's where I'm like, ah, okay, you guys are, I'm good. I'm good. 
back up. I'll Homer Simpson uh, back into the bushes there. I'm good. I'm good. You guys do you. <laughs> Um, but it's funny, Donald, how you say how we always have this fitness goal in mind. We actually had this fitness goal in mind together, all three of us, at our day jobs when we try to get a fitness challenge together. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was fun for a while <laughs> until um, until somebody got a little bit creative with the uh, with the points uh, system there. I mean, I mean, no good deed goes unpunished, right, guys? We put this together to to get to encourage all of us to be more active. You know what was the what was the system again, Sonny? Was it one point per mile that you you exercise that you run or jog or, I or hike? I don't, I don't remember exactly what the breakdown was, but I remember the algorithm was like complex enough. You know, where it tried to level <laughs> the playing field when we designed right. it, and it was like you got one point for for uh, thirty minutes running. Mile, yeah, thirty minute yeah. running, but not all points were the same because if your ass just went for a walk, it shouldn't or or was on the treadmill. Uh-huh. The the steps and all that shouldn't count the same as somebody who you know went for an actual mm-hmm. run, right? Or uh, or maybe at the time well, it seems yeah. like long ago. Those of us who were able to go and play actual like a soccer Sports, game, yeah. or a basketball game. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty complex system that was designed to to promote just general overall health, yeah, and allow us to all you know get it done. With a little carrot dang, dangling at the end, a little prize, you know, money here or there. Cash um, money is a good correct. motivator. And of, of course, anytime you put that out there, there will be some folks who will <laughs> do whatever it takes to circumvent the system. <laughs> so um, I think Alex put like his tracker on his dog um, <laughs> before the dog bit him. And <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he bit me because I was trying to put the tracker on him. That makes sense now. No, but I think what a lot of it was too is uh, it was that you had to go outside and go log your miles, rather running or right. hiking or even on the treadmill was was counted as, as a mile too. But that's where a lot of people were conflicted that those miles shouldn't count the same as actual going outside, which we kind of agree with. But hey, you're making the effort. But where people took advantage of, where I felt, or where people also wanted us to count steps going up and down stairs. Right. At your at our day job, it's like, well, you're not making the effort to go do an exercise, mind you, you are. But then they would argue, well, I'm being active. It's, I'm walking and taking the stairs instead of the elevator, and it's yeah. just like, no, you're you're missing the point of going to go be active. But where it really went off the rails with one of our colleagues going for walks at all hours of the night and going on walks in the mall. Going in walks in the mall. To the mall. Specifically yeah. in the mall. And when you're indoors, your GPS does this weird thing where you're it doesn't know where you are, so it just kind of calculates more steps and more mileage. And that's kind of what he was doing. That's where I feel like he went, went a little bit off the rails. Yeah. And, and Don't forget was, the elliptical. That's And then the ellipt- Well, I had to fight him back with the elliptical. You and him were on elliptical like, battling. Like yeah. Elliptical battery, that's right. Yeah. I mean, and then he couldn't believe I did so many miles on the elliptical. And it's well because <laughs> I was going like a madman on the elliptical. That's the only way to get as many miles within the hour. At one point, I remember doing a two hours on the elliptical and, and I nearly died. Like, no, no joke. <laughs> I, coming down off the elliptical, my legs were like spaghetti. And <laughs> and I I was so dead tired, I could not eat. I'm like, I am too freaking my body wants to shut down. That's so, when we found out you had COVID the first time. 
<laughs> that, yeah, I mean, that was before it was actually COVID. I mean, that might have been the first case back exactly. in this was pre. This is March, yep. so yeah, it, it might have been. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, shut, I remember. Shutdown is not a good thing. I, I want to say I remember when we logged in. I think the weight loss that first week. I think you, Alex, had dropped the most significant weight, and that's when I realized it was on between you and our other colleague. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is kind of like when uh, you draw first blood <laughs> and then <laughs> you guys were just going at it, man. And I think that's the funniest and- part. That's the funniest takeaway from the whole thing is just seeing you and him yeah. go at it at one and two, one and two, one and two. <laughs> and I'm like, man, yeah. and we're all just watching. And I and I love how he was so freaked out over my weight loss. And the only reason it was such a big weight loss is because keto. I was on the keto diet at the time and keto diet automatically your first two, 10 days to two weeks, you'll drop all your water weight water weights and so it'll be like 10 pounds boom right off the bat so i mean that wasn't a fair unfair advantage if you will but all the way this guy was so nuts toward the end he wanted to gain points He's like i'm gonna look into this keto diet i'm gonna start doing this too <laughs> i'm like dude you have you don't have much discipline man and that's the one thing uh, the keto diet is it's boring wait, but it's very disciplined regimen it's you you gotta have did you gotta you guys, have it did you guys add on any quarantine 15 Oh my god! I want to say yeah, twenty or so, man. Oh really? I got the COVID nineteen. <laughs> the COVID nineteen. We know about how you got the virus. I'm asking, did you put on any weight? <laughs> oh, for sure, man. I know. I, I I know. I have. How about how about you guys? I want to say yes, but then I could be wrong. I probably am maintaining, um, but I want to say yeah. I mean, I definitely haven't been as active as I would want to be for sure, which is the thing I want to change for sure this year. Even though I keep telling myself mm-hmm. that every year, but. I want to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I absolutely added added weight. I think like six pounds, seven pounds of body fat and two pounds of hair fat. <laughs> so I think I'm up nine. I think I'm up nine pounds right now uh, since this quarantine started. <laughs> so, I don't think. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's how it works. I, I think it's hair weight, but yeah, yeah. hair fat. Uh, you you know. want to call it. For sure. You should see how I wake up in the morning, man. The thing gets fat. <laughs> oh, damn, for sure. I know all about it, bro. Um, no, Just so poof. yeah, I've, I've, unfortunately for me, I have yet to like crack the code. And it's funny, my wife and I were just talking about this today, about how today was going to be our last supper, like our last, like that's it. We're, we're getting started mañana, you know, because um, ever since the, the quarantine started, like I haven't replaced my, my soccer basketball right and and all those those weekly things that i was able to do back then i haven't replaced any of it you know right and at at work as you mentioned at our day job there used to be frequent walks you know during a a break here or there that's not even happening really anymore so i gotta find you know a routine for 2021 that's gonna allow me to supplement like donald said just to kind of figure it out and yeah man let's do it let's do it (laughs) well i think we got to push a challenge between us three and maybe some of the west box core listeners who are willing to join us here on twitter like what can we what can we put together for all of us to you know hold each other accountable that's what it comes down to is accountability that's what makes us be more active and i think the hardest part right now during the pandemic as being active right going outdoors we can't do that as much so i think the key really to everything is strict diet like mm-hmm. that's why you'd lose weight on keto so fast because your diet is so strict and you also got to watch calories and all that terrible 
on good stuff, but at the end of the day, it's good for you because you're, you're weight managing at that point. So if any of our listeners or you guys too are down for a, you know, West box score weight loss active challenge, I think Sonny has an ex, a Google sheet we can send out <laughs> to anybody who's willing to, to go out there and do it again with that compli- complicated formula that he put together. That's right. That's right. Uh, Twitter, I mean, I'm down. Twitter and Parler ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> they won't shut me down. <laughs> no. <laughs> these are not threats. These are, I mean, these are calls to, to action, calls to action to be active. That's what these are calls for. That's right. So you can't shut that down, man. So, yep. I mean, but, you know, speaking of calls to action, you know who got called to action this week? The LA Rams. Mm. Man, were they in action. Damn, they looked good. I could not give clap it up. Clap yeah. it up for me. Clap it up for Look, these LA Rams. Here. In in spirit of the new year and us trying to just be better individuals. Nice. I feel way like, to go, Donald. I feel like I owe you an apology, Alex. Uh much of 2020, I would come on this podcast and I would accuse the LA Lambs, excuse me, Rams. <laughs> but I, being, and there goes the resolution. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. We're all human. We make mistakes. Uh, I would accuse the LA Rams of being, I think the word I used a lot was fraudulent. And mm-hmm. only to find out that the frauds all along were the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> the Seahawks were the most fraudulent team. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe this, but please enjoy. I enjoy. mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say they're fraudulent either. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe the Seahawks are fraudulent, but even when you would go back to calling the Rams fraudulent, I would always argue that they weren't. They were just consistently inconsistent, and this is con- this just was this is again their mo. What Rams team is going to show up today? And at the beginning of the game, you could tell like, oh, okay, this defensive line is there. They're getting to Wilson. They're they're putting a lot of pressure on him, making him make bad passes. And I was so happy that they started with uh, Wolford uh, to start the game. And uh, man, he only had two. He made it up to the second series before he went out with a scary, scary neck injury. Man, I, right yeah. away you knew something was up when he slid, uh, trying to slide it for that first down. And he was, uh, he just takes, goes to the chin straps right away, like, oh, something's not right, something is not right. So, I mean, all of us Rams fans were gasping, like, oh no. And then here comes Goff, and it's like, Goff, man, two you two weeks ago you broke your thumb, you had to have surgery. And we always thought the problem was more between your ears than it was on your right hand. <laughs> and it's like, God damn. All right. Well, let's go. What are we going to do? What are, what are we going to see here out of him? And he didn't have a bad game. He didn't, you know, and it's just when you go nine for 19, man, it's just, that's your starting QB line. It's just the offense is, is still not right. Thank God we have Cam the Ram Acres. Goddamn rookie of the year coming candidate right here with 28 carries, 131 yards, dude. Big touchdown. And he was just on and rookie popping. Rookie of the year candidate. Oh, come, well, he not. He what, who else woke, is out there? Wait a minute. Time out. He only he woke like up th- in week 14. You act like he's been That's a rookie of the year candidate. Who else is out there? You're going to give it to the, to the QB in Miami? Who are you going to give uh, it to? Oh, wait. I mean, John, Herbert wait a minute. Deserves Goddamn, it. Josh Herbert. Allen. 
Herbert deserves it a whole <laughs> Actually, lot more than right. Goddamn right. does. I forgot about the Damn. other guy in LA. <laughs> see, see, here you okay. go. Here we go. I retract. I retract. As I'm, be- as I'm being better this year myself. You start with your mamadas again. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Tranquilo. <laughs> Tranquilo. Damn. Damn. So hard to lose weight and be better. <laughs> It's hard to be on this side and be nice. <laughs> but no, they, they, I mean, Cam Akers, rookie of the year for the Rams. Can I at least give him the rookie of the year yes, for the Rams? Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. But man, I just, these both lines, offensive, defensively, looked strong. So I don't know what Rams team is going to show up next week in Green Bay. But I mean, like I said, like you were saying earlier, enjoy. I'm just, as a Rams fan, I'm just enjoying this week. Was not even expecting them to to win in Seattle, who was who were eight and zero at home under the Pete Carroll uh, Russell Wilson era, and that O had to go, and it was because of the Ooh. L.A. Rams. Ah, Are you really gonna come count? On. Come on! Are you really gonna count this as a as a road <laughs> victory? There was why? Oh, because oh, of the we fans. Know that the, we know that the because Seahawks of the fans. That the, the, the because 12, of the twelve men. The 12 because of the 12 men. There. Okay. All right. I'm just like, Donald, back me up. Is it the same? Is it the same kind of victory here or not? You are those fans playing an asterisk. If you put an asterisk on this road win, put one on the Lakers championship too, then. There was no I fans agree because the Lakers championship my- was harder than, <laughs> oh, you- than it should have been. So they deserve then the Rams an road win should be harder as how, well because of COVID the Rams protocols. Road win any harder and- with no road fans? This is the dumbest just, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you're you're the one making this argument that there needs it's not the same. Uh, so. No, you said that if by equivalence that we should be putting an asterisk on the Lakers. Then the Lakers was actually because naturally you're the one harder. giving them. No, it's naturally harder what the Lakers accomplished in the bubble, okay? Not being able mm-hmm. to be at home for X amount of months, um, mm-hmm. not having their they, – they would have been the number one seed, so they would have had the home home crowd advantage, right? Instead, it was taken from them, and they still won the title. Whereas in this example, the Rams faced a Seahawks team, again, all fra- mm-hmm. as, as fraudulent as they may have been, without their 12th man. Without so their twelfth man would have equivalent for 10, 11 points here to get them to oh, win. Are you telling me you, you just finished saying this? You just finished saying Goff is known to not have it between the ears. Right. Imagine the twelfth man making it that much harder for that dude to process oh, the thoughts himself, you know, and get the, and, <laughs> and and do the damn thing. I'm sure there's two interceptions alone just, responsible for the twelfth man against Jared Goff. You know, so let's not act like, oh, this 8-0 Seahawks team that, that has been undefeated in the playoffs because of their 12th man or, or with the help of their 12th man. Suddenly it's like, we we ended that shit. Get out of here, man. Come on. Wow. Sour grapes from a divisional rival here. I it's, would not have expected it's that. It's because I'm a divisional rival that I need you to get it right. Because... Put some respect on that there on the Seahawks on that fraudulent Seahawks on that fraudulent team. Seahawks team. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I hate that team, but let's not act like that. Twelve man not being there was like suddenly like no big deal. You know, did it play a part? Yes. Does it still count? Absolutely. Will it's there be an asterisk in our mind? Yes. Hell no. <laughs> yes, there will be. Wow. The district, <laughs> there will you be. Started, the, your New Year's resolution lasted all about four <laughs> minutes. Congratulations, Sonny. New Year, <laughs> same Sonny. 
<laughs> it's always sunny on the West box score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donald, Donald, be the, be the voice of reason here. What did you think of this Rams-Seahawks game? I mean, credit to the defensive coordinator, man. Um, Brandon Staley definitely showed what he could do. Um, I kind of felt before the game started that if the Rams were going to win, it was because it was going to be because of the defense. And that pick six swung the game. And um, it was insane seeing it happen. But at the same time, I think just for the Rams' sake, and I know we're talking about the Rams like they're the underdog, obviously because, you know, Seattle did win the NFC West title. So obviously it looks bad for them that they got eliminated after winning the division. Um, But the fact of the matter is is that, like, I think for the Rams' sake, I think this was their best shot at, like, uh, advancing to playoffs is to play the Seattle Seahawks again. So I think that uh, it was just, I guess in a way it was, it was, it was meant to be for the Rams to have to play Seattle, even though I personally felt like, oh, again, third time they're going to play like this team. Like it's insane. Like, I don't want to see this matchup, you know, but you know, if you're trying to win, obviously you gotta, you gotta go with whatever team, you know, you're going to be able to beat. So I don't know. Yeah. One last thought. Okay. We've always <laughs> maintained here on this podcast that divisional matchups are always a toss-up. And it's the reason why, if you look at what has transpired this weekend, the the two, I guess, most shocking uh, results, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you count the Ravens ones as a shocking, I, that felt more like a toss-up, four versus right. five. Uh, but the two, outside of that, the two most shocking was the Rams going up to Seattle, the first place Seattle Seahawks, and getting that W with technically starting their second second string quarterback but then coming in with their injured first string like nobody would have predict, predicted that and then right. secondly what the browns are fucking doing to the steelers right now that's unbelievable but is it because again these are two divisional matchups so but the browns had to beat had to beat the steelers last week to get into the super to get into the playoffs rather but again and now this, but this do is that my twice point. in a two two weeks in a row divisional rivals my, aside but to do it two weeks in a row that's impressive it is impressive, but it, it's still, this is what happens when you face that same team multiple times, not over just one season. We're talking about over the course of two years, you face them now, you know, four times now in this case, five times for both respective matchups. So right. that that's why I don't, I try not to get too carried away, you know, with, right. with what took place, what happens next week. Now, now it's on, you know, oh, Rams yeah. against the uh, number one seed who I also think are a little bit fraudulent, the green Bay Packers. Um, that's going to be a more compelling matchup. You know, I, I hope Aaron Donald's healthy, healthy enough to, yeah. uh, to give it his, his go, because I'd love to see that matchup. You know, the Rams number one defense versus probably top three offense in, in the NFC. Um, yep. And then the same thing here now that the Browns are about to take care of business, I think, unless they just blow this in the next, you know, quarter or so. Um, I want to see how they fare in the in the next round. You know, it's like, let's yeah. find out if how much of it was that it was you knew your opponent, you were very familiar with your opponent, or how much, much of it was it didn't matter who your opponent was going to be because you're that team right now. We're going to find out. Let's see what happens with this Rams team because after that Jets loss, they seem to have lost all confidence in themselves. They were already consistently inconsistent. Now, no confidence. They they looked bad. They've looked bad going into the playoffs. You kind of looked. It kind of looked around that halftime there, second quarter when they started to kind of take a take a bigger lead in the game. 
some confidence came back for that Rams team. But now with the injuries there to to Aaron, possibly Aaron Donald's ribs and now Cooper Cup's ankle, it's we don't know what kind of team. And then the quarterback issue, like if Wolford is able to to, to go because he he got checked out, he was already back with the team um, before the end of the game from the hospital. He was celebrating with the team in the locker room. So if he's healthy enough to go, do you start him or do you start Goff? That's a real decision McVay's got to make. I almost yeah. feel like I would let Wolford start. I mean, I would and see what happens. And maybe if he gets a little, little hairy there, a little bit close, or, you know, your game's getting away from you, you bring in you bring in golf. I don't know. What do you think? What, what would you do, Donald? Yeah, I would go with the same game plan. I mean, I, ideally, it's it feels like this Rams team is, is going to be relying a lot on the run game. And their defense to to keep them in, and that's just the that's just the that's just the reality based off the roster yeah. that they have is you have to you have to feed the ball acres for as much as you can, and obviously the only bummer is that if he does get hurt or something, now you have to figure out your rotation after that, and then your defense just has to step up. I mean, um, another big part of this Rams win was um, uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, pretty much yeah. uh, uh, guarding uh, uh, DK Metcalf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not allowing Metcalf to have the kind of games that he has. So um, you're going to need Ramsey to step up in the secondary and just make it hard for Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball, you know, and just, you know, dare him to throw the ball. And hopefully, I mean, if another pick six comes at it, it could swing the game. But uh, who knows? It, it is interesting seeing, you know, what this Rams team's going to do if they become that dominant, like, defensive team that, like, basically wins, <laughs> kind of, like, helps the rest of the squad advanced just based off defense alone um but it's happened before right other teams have done that so mm. <laughs> no good luck. not recently good luck the last team that i remember doing that well i guess was the ravens when they did it to us yeah uh, that's what i was gonna joe say that flacco. right now. yeah but joe yeah. flacco was more even a quarterback than what the well, joe flacco was just healthy yeah. <laughs> well that that too but he also i think I think if you gave me a, a choice of 2012 version Joe Flacco or 2020 version Jared Goff, I'd take 2012 <laughs> you know version of, yeah, of Flacco much, yeah. any day. So you know, eh, am I saying it can't be done? No, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Am I going to bet my money on it? No. You know, there's too much potent firepower out there that I think this defense is going to need its offense to keep up with at, at times. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Speaking of which, at the, least on uh, field goals, the uh, the Browns are, <laughs> are uh, about to. I, I might have just put the jinx on them because they're less than two touchdowns up now. Uh, I think they're only up Uh-oh. thirteen or twelve points now. Thirty-five, with a whole quarter left to play. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> Division rival games. You never know you never what could happen. You never know exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, the yeah. sunny curse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but let's see what happens. Green Bay, uh, the the Rams go to Green Bay on Saturday at one thirty five p.m. on Fox. I mean, Jesus, I don't expect them to win. I'm hoping they're going to win, but we'll see what kind of game plan comes out. As you were saying, Donald, they got to run that ball. Hope that defense shows up, and let's just enjoy it. The 2021, the year of enjoyment. No matter what happens, <laughs> win or lose, that what it is? let's all that let's all enjoy. Is. Did you enjoy January? What was it? Fifth? <laughs> <January. laughs> From LA, I did. 
<laughs> not being in Washington, D.C. Why was Alex sending me popcorn memes while that shit was going on? <laughs> it's like, damn, you're cold. You're cold. <laughs> All right, moving on. NBA action. Speaking of our NBA world champion, Los Angeles Lakers, they're currently the best team in the NBA after tonight's win over Houston, officially now eight and three sole possession of the, the, the best team of 2021 on the road to repeat. What have you been seeing in this Laker team so far early on? What is that? Only 11 games so far. Sonny, what are your thoughts of these LA Lakers? First of all, I don't appreciate your tone earlier. Don't think I have amnesia, how you d- tried to drag my Lakers into this. <laughs> I was trying to make you understand no, why no, the Rams no. win any matters. Any Laker fan, any true Laker fan would have understood the difference between those two and how the Lakers deserved, wow. like the, like like uh, Rob Palenka said, they deserved a, a star right next to the title, not necessarily an asterisk. Okay, Pat Riley, so calm down. In the terms of Clipper Pablo, typical Laker fan. <laughs> Shout out to Pablo. Um, yeah, no, man, it's been it's been a good start thus far. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the shit show that is now the NBA, you know, right? um, they had this perfect bubble in the summer, but we all knew that this wasn't going to be the case for this new season. And now there's games that are being postponed already players teams that are having to play with seven players like the (laughs) philadelphia 76ers the other night um with all that said lakers are still proving to be the team that we all thought they would be uh Mm -hmm. even early on and that's the best team in the league and it's been fun watching watching the it's, it feels like very much a new team just by the pieces that we've added so it's been fun watching those new pieces uh kind of gel and seeing it happen like game by game where it's like oh man these dudes are starting to click you know now that we got caruso back because he was out i think due to covid or covid protocols um Mm -hmm. and so now and then we got kcp luckily we got him back from that scary injury a week ago and uh yeah you know knock on wood the team as of now is pretty healthy so it's it's been fun to kind of see them grow and i think it's only going to pay off down the line uh because they look good man they look like when they when they play defense and they get into transition like ain't nobody stopping the leg show dude so (laughs) it's been fun to watch what do you think donald yeah same same thing i think that like it's interesting to see that at, at overall you have ad and lebron and that's your foundation and as long as those guys are healthy then you just get the right pieces around you. And credit to Rock Palenka. He definitely did a good job of, you know, upgrading the team. Um, I know in the beginning it was a little, like, shaky just because we saw the new pieces get added and we just saw how they were going to gel. But now I feel like they have a flow. And I think the only time they've ever lost games is mostly usually just because, like, they played that team, like, twice in a row or something like that. And I realize, like, it's just what happens when you, you know, you play the same team again. Like, the second time around, it's always tough because, uh, you know, like, the team knows you now. So... Um, but other than that, man, they're still strong in the West. They still look good. It's fun seeing them. Like you said, I like seeing how the new guys gel in. I like seeing how like Taylor Horn Tucker's like contributing now. Like he's a big piece of like the secondary coming in. Um, I know Kuzma filled in pretty well while uh, KCP was out. So, I mean, um, it's just cool seeing the team just kind of continue going where they were at last year. And just kind of as long as they keep the pace then they, they should be in good hands. And just as long as you make it to the playoffs, then you're, you should be good. So, yeah, man, uh, really not too crazy surprised that they're doing as well as they're doing. 
uh, before their win tonight, they were in second place in in the West, and that's because the Phoenix Suns were at the with you know I guess based on percent win percentages and games played were in first place. So how good is this Phoenix Suns team that the Lakers didn't get a chance to play well in the bubble? Well, this is a different Phoenix Suns team, man. Now that they've added CP3, although in that bubble they I think they what they they went undefeated down the stretch right, yeah, down the right. stretch and they just missed out. Um, mm-hmm. So they definitely had that momentum, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. But anytime you add somebody like Chris Paul uh, to a young team, it's going to pay dividends, man. That guy's just literally the definition of a floor general. And um, and he's feisty. I love I love the energy he gave uh, Paul George the other night and the Clippers oh, yeah. with that whole <laughs> that whole melee. Um, it was it was fun to watch from afar. That was a popcorn meme for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that Phoenix team is wily. You know they um, they are a potential you know problem. I think, but it's still too soon to tell. You know they're also still figuring it out. They're still gelling. Um, I like our matchup. I like our experience. But it is fun fun to see the Phoenix Suns good again. As you mentioned, uh, you like their matchup against the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers matchup against the Phoenix Suns. How about our neighbors across the hallway? How do you like that matchup right now? As the Clippers are not doing too bad themselves, and they were involved in that melee, but how are they? What have you seen from them so far, Donald, that makes you think they're they're uh, they're contenders or pretenders? <laughs> um, well, the Clippers, <laughs> I mean, their identity. Which was the same as they were similar to last year. It's just as long as Paul George and Kawhi show up, I mean, they 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 seem to be very stable. You know, um, the only times that they don't where they fall out is when those two are just not on their game. So, you know, for example, like we were just talking about how uh, Phoenix was number one, Clippers were number three. Um, Kawhi had uh, on that game today against the Bulls, he had a uh, thirty-five points. And Paul George had 28 points. So if you keep them at that range uh, for points, like they're going to always be good. But uh, the thing with the Clippers is we'll see how they do um, throughout the whole season. I know that this is Tyron Lue's first year. So we'll see. We'll see how they do with Tyron Lue. I think they should be better with Tyron Lue. That's that's my prediction. But uh, we'll see. I mean, we, we never know at the end of the year how they all play out. I mean, we saw them fall apart last season. So who's to say it won't happen again? But it just kind of f- find it funny that it, it does happen because it shouldn't based on the, the amount of talent you have. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think the Clippers, as long as they keep it going, they should be contending. I mean, I'm just wanting to see a Western Conference final between the Lakers and Clippers. That's all I really want to see. So that, that's 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 my dream right there. That's a New Year's resolution I want to see come true. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're uh, they're very much how you describe the the Rams, Alex. They're they're consistently inconsistent this clippers team mm. because they're they're on one hand blowing teams out but then letting every single one of them back into the game um or they're getting blown out so it's it's I, i'm sure they're still figuring it out i'm sure i'm sure tyloo is still you know trying to figure out his rotation um and while preserving you know, Kawhi and, and Paul George, because as as far as I know, Kawhi hasn't really sat out. There hasn't been any load management this year so far <laughs> for him. Yeah. Um, you know, spe- even with that that elbow that he took to the, to the face, you know, you oh, would have thought right. that would, oh, there's this perfect out for some load management time right there. <laughs> and nope, he came back next day with the mask and, uh, and he's still playing. <laughs> so, um, 
We'll see, man. I, I, I hope I hope to see. Honestly, I don't even care. Whoever wants to be there, as long as the Lakers are there, I don't care who it is that they're facing. Like, <laughs> Line them all up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring them up. Oh, man. So as we were talking earlier about the uh, weight loss challenge we had at work and that blew up in our face, we're about to start another. Because we didn't learn from that. We're going to do another thing at work. Our first time ever venturing into fantasy hockey. <laughs> How bad can this possibly go? <laughs> it can go real bad, as you'll find out right now. NHL talk now. I mean, I mean, as a Kings fan, all three of us are Kings fans, various levels of King fandom here. But I mean, I guess I would probably be the, mo- the most strongest. I would say one, maybe one, two, three. I think that's fair to say. And um, even myself as being the number one Kings fan on this podcast, have no idea who this Kings team is putting out there on the ice this year. There are so many young guys coming up and it's going to be, and there's a not really good production. Really. There's not good projections for them this year. They're not expected to make the playoffs, but you know, anything could happen in hockey, but not making the playoffs is, is probably going to be a fair, fair thing. That's not, that's going to happen for the Kings. They're not going to do well. And it's going to be bad. Like it was last year. Defensively. I'm excited that the uh, Kings picked up a good defenseman in Oli Mata, but Jonathan quick back there in net, man, he's just, he's too old. He needs to call it a career at this point, man. He yeah. does not have it anymore. He, yeah. I mean, if you look in Chicago, what just happened with Corey Crawford, longtime uh, Chicago Blackhawk goaltender, decided to call it a career. Although there may be injuries with him, as has been speculated in the media, but they're about the same age. They went through battles together through the 2012-2014 Kings-Blackhawk series. And it's, uh, this Kings team is, is, their window is closing. That they do not have a long window with Anze Kopitar, uh, Drew Doughty. I mean, Dustin Brown is probably going to be his last year. This is his last contract year. Jeff Carter as well. And they, it's time for new blood, and we're going to start seeing new blood on uh, this time around. So, as a Kings fans, as Kings fans here, I think that's going to be the most exciting thing to watch is seeing how these new guys pl- uh, look on the ice D- defensively. Like I was saying, Tobias. Um, Tobias Bornfoot is going to be exciting to watch as long with Matt Roy, second line, a second defensive pairing. Drew Doughty is still on the first line. Drew Doughty, obviously, on the downswing, too. There's a lot of speculation. He may get traded, but he has such a big contract with like about six years still left on it. It's probably, he's probably not going to get moved. He's kind of with us for life, which is all those contracts were made right after the 2012-2014 Stanley Cups and the GM was just so happy we won a, a Stanley Cup. Let's give them a 10-year contract. 10-year contracts for you. 10-year contracts for you. 10-year contract. And then it's come back to blow up, blow up in our faces now. So, I mean, because we're about yeah. six years into these contracts and these guys aren't, these guys don't have it anymore. And, and yeah. the best thing to do would be to move them for younger guys and, you know, gel with other young guys here. And it's, yeah, it's going to be a tough one for us Kings fans. Now we're going to earn our King fandom this year with uh, watching all these Kings <laughs> games. But I'm excited Thursday. I'll be there Thursday night opening night, man. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. As much as I'm, you know, kind of giving a despair party here about don't expect much from this Kings team this year. I will be there for for opening night. Opening the opening face off, excited with my beer in hand, my pizza slice in the other hand. Go Kings, go. Go Kings, go. Uh, go Kings, go. Yeah. Go Kings, go, guys. Go <laughs> Kings, go. Yeah. yeah Are you guys excited to play fantasy hockey this year? I am. 
mainly because the uh, teams are not going to make the playoffs. So I feel like there's a. I just want to see what what how much attention I could keep to hockey uh, just through <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> and then be like, hey, how come this guy doesn't play for the Kings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of dreading it, Loki, to be <laughs> honest, because not just not just because, as you mentioned, um, I absolutely am a fair weather hockey fan. I only pay attention to transactions that come through from the Keens wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't tell you, like, I still, I had to check, like, is Henrik Lovequist still in the league? Because you were nice. talking about Johnny Jonathan Quick being, like, an old dude. I was like, last I checked, yeah. that dude was an old dude, and he played forever. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, expect me to dra- draft him, basically. <laughs> Lundqvist, I feel like I just saw uh, what he had to retire to, or he's taking a leave of absence to the king, dude, from uh, Henrik Lundqvist, New York Rangers, yep. 2014, oh. Stanley Cup loser. Yep. I mean, runner up, runner, runner up, up, runner well, up. Let's let's be politically correct here. <laughs> yeah. So dude, he actually. No, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, yeah, uh, open heart surgery went well. Just so you know, that's what he's out with. So best of luck to Henrik Lundqvist. Got to say that, man. I knew he was out with an injury, and I knew it was something serious, but I couldn't remember what. So in all fairness, best of luck on your health, Henrik Lundqvist. That's number one over over hockey any day of the week, man. So um, you can't draft him, Sonny, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Maybe I will just out of solidarity, you know. (laughs) But uh, but, uh, (laughs) I'm I'm dreading it also just because I don't know if, is it a daily line. I imagine it's like it's like basketball where it's daily lineups. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm in a fantasy basketball league right now, and 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 a couple, and that's it's just so time consuming, well, man. And it's like to 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 be doing two sports at the same yeah. time is going to be nuts. So I'm dreading it. It's going to be more like charity. We're doing this for charity, right? We're, isn't this the, the <laughs> all, amount of all money? money goes to, not to the commissioner. That's what to I was told. That's what I was yeah. told. That's why I signed up. Um, no, but we'll see, man. I'm, I'm, I'm relying on the algorithms that will be uh, Yahoo fantasy. <laughs> Are you going to auto-draft, dude? I'm not going to auto-draft. I'm not going to auto-draft, but I'm going to rely heavily on the recommendations, you know, <laughs> yes. as my all pick right. comes up. So um, there will be no sleeper picks in my uh, – oh, I, I don't believe so. But either way, man, I, I'm just I'm just along for the ride with this one. Nice, man. As we all are, because even the commissioner of this league is along for the ride. This is his first time putting together a fantasy league. So you just know it's going to be terrible. About as terrible as those Anaheim Ducks are going to be down there Ooh. in Anaheim. Oh, I just had to give them shit. I had to. Ooh. As a Kings fan, I had to. They're playing Thursday night as well against Las Vegas Golden Knights. And John Gibson, the uh, the second coming of Christ back in the... Th- if you were to listen to those NBC announcers talk about John Gibson, John Gibson during the the Kings Ducks um, second round playoff series, you would have thought that this guy was the next the the next uh, Henrik Lundqvist in net. There. <laughs> he was the best goaltender, but the Kings beat him. So <laughs> there's two things. There's there's one thing you could count on, like clockwork. Alex may not know his hockey very well, but you best believe he's going to hate on whoever he should be hating on when he picks a team. 
God damn right. I never miss a moment to shoot on divisional rivals. I That's never right. miss a moment. And this year, it's a spread out division. And I, and I believe I have to, I don't have it in front of me right now, but the divisions are sponsored this year by like Scott Trade Bank and other various banks. I mean, this is an NHL cash. Interesting. Grass. Interesting. And, I mean, it's just like. I mean, NHL, make your money any way you can. And I think this might be the first year, or they may be delaying it, where they're going to put more ads on the jerseys. So, oh, wow. I'll, you know, football, sock, soccer. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of used to it now. I mean, it's only a matter of time. And even the NBA has the, you know, their yeah. their, their, their ads. So, I, I'm, I'm all about it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me as a fan. What do you guys think about ads on jerseys? Yeah, it's kind of normal now. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't find it an issue. Doesn't bother yeah. me, man. I mean, uh, so long as the 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 organizations are are trying their best to vet the the companies that they're <laughs> that they're partnering or associating with, you know, um, mm-hmm. and so. it is, and, and that it's not just you know mercenaries out there, just highest bidder. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'm cool with it. I mean, and even if they did that, whatever, fine. I don't have to buy the jersey, you know, or, or wear it. So it's all good. So you're saying you don't want a parlor to sponsor LAFC? <laughs> I'm just year. saying you're, I wouldn't. You're not down. With I that. wouldn't buy the jersey. Not only am I not down with that, I definitely would not buy a jersey. <laughs> right. You know, with with that affiliation, just so boldly. <laughs> You know, out there. <laughs> um, Speak I, on it. As a fan, you have that right. Yeah. You, you know, I remember when the YouTube thing, when they unveiled the YouTube sponsorship, it was like, really? This is what we're rocking with? I mean, a part of me, millennial-wise, was cool with it because it's like, yeah, that's who you're speaking to. But the other part was it was like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the fact that they signed a deal with them to only broadcast their home games on uh That didn't bother YouTube me. TV. I mean, that made sense. No? You know, business-wise, mm-hmm. that made sense. Mm-hmm. It's like if they're going to pony up that money and there's it's a two-way uh relationship there you know right doesn't bother me i mean don't you think though that i mean it's kind of like the whole dodgers and lakers thing when it was exclusively on spectrum it's like you had mm-hmm. to subscribe to spectrum so this was like lafc is like taking it a whole step further you have to down you have to subscribe to this online only platform to, to see their home games which except I mean, their games if you if you follow from the beginning their games were still being carried by the spanish broadcasters so for those mm-hmm. who wanted it in english sure i guess i could see how that was a problem but for those of us who right. don't mind whatever language it's you know I, yes right. i happen to be biased to it but right, right to right. me it was no big deal it's like cool i'll rock with it <laughs> Yeah, that's always the funniest thing on Twitter. We're like, oh, what game is the LAFC game or on this uh, MLS championship game on? And I always have to respond with Tudene. And they're like, what? What's that? It's like, oh, can't help you there, bro. Can't relate. Yeah, Estrella. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, every... Azteca TV. Yep. Unimas. Yeah. Unimas. Over. <laughs> All right, man. Yep. Rap- so LAFC, man, we got to give them... Um, Give them props for getting to the CONCACAF final. And that's that a wrap it. for the West Box Score podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And that's it. We'll be back. That's to- <laughs> they made MLS history. See, there, I need to cut you off con- before that backhanded <laughs> disc comes in right now, Eminem. No, man. All right. So, <laughs> As I said to you and to our good friend Richard at our day job, I was not rooting for LAFC, but I was not rooting against LAFC either. I and, was as neutral as I can be. And as the old adage goes, <laughs> if you're not with us, you are therefore against us. <laughs> so, nice try there. Okay, okay, I guess. If, if that's the adage and if that's what we're going by, then yes, I might have been against you, but not really viciously rooting against you guys either. Right. I really wasn't. I would have been happy for MLS had LAFC won it because I could have always said, well, that's cool. CONCACAF Cup, awesome. Not an MLS Cup, 
but it's still something nice anyway. Nice, you got a nice cup to go with your plate. But I mean, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before you get brazy. <laughs> here we go. Here, here we away. go. Okay. We were supposed to <laughs> unveil our our new segment here, but we're gonna hold off on this because it just made more sense to start it when MLS season kicks Starts, off. Starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so we will dedicate some time here to discuss what went down. But <laughs> let me ask you this quick question: You as a uh, proclaimed, self-proclaimed Barcelona fan, okay, from Europe. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that the U- the UEFA Champions League is something to sneeze at, and that if if Barca di- if Barca didn't win La Liga title, but they won UEFA Champions League, you'd be like, yeah, that's cute, but it's not a La Liga title. Is that what you're telling me? Now, this uh, is me being an un uh, less educated football fan than you are Mm -hmm. okay where i would say wow they won champions league i would almost say that's bigger than winning la liga title right that's me being an uneducated fan Mm -hmm. now is it i would ask you that okay this sounds like a like an interesting um topic for our future segment that i will tackle because i do have my thoughts stay on it but i but i yeah, stay tuned but i but i i needed to pose that question because there is uh, a faction out there of people who believe that the uefa champions league is the be all end all and if you win that it really doesn't matter what else you did in your domestic league or uh, in your Copa tournaments, if you have one. So, And they're all talking on QAnon and Parler right now, so don't listen to them. <laughs> Are they, though? Because I thought that shit was shut down. <laughs> I don't know, man. They might have had it downloaded already. Yeah. They're just using it on like a on the, on the old school Macintosh, the brick-sized computers yeah. with MS Dot, MS Prompts. So that's how they're getting together still. So, yeah, stay uh, tuned. But, okay. yes, it was a valiant effort by my LAFC squad. Uh, they... Almost pulled it off. They were 20 minutes away from glory, mm-hmm. and it was just taken. Um, and props to pop, props to Tigres for... Uh, it was that damn walkie-talkie, walkie-talkie at Piojo had. That's what it was. That's what led to Zespel disaster. <laughs> Man, that was, for that was the only regret of our of our vacation, was that like we didn't get to you know relish <laughs> the moments that happened in that tournament between Club America and LAFC and Cruz Azul and LAFC in the build-up to what was that final. Uh, that, that Let me just say, that Club America... LAFC game was one of the best games I've ever witnessed of all of all soccer games. It had everything. Yeah. So, um, and I'm I'm glad that LAFC was a part of it, and obviously they were the the victors of it. But uh, but that thing was awesome. It, it almost immediately they were calling it they were calling it a, a classical right away after the game. They were saying like this is the new international classical right here. We want to see more LAFC Club America because of the shit that went down and how that game yeah. was played. You know, um, I'm sure it was too much to the dis- uh, dismay of Galaxy fans who don't know what a good <laughs> classical even looks like. But for those uh, for those as you mentioned, Alex educated soccer fans right they right. were able to call this an instant classical <laughs> would you call it a classical 2.0 since it was america versus chivas 2.0 no they were calling this international classical you fool oh, okay they were okay. calling this it wasn't chivas 2.0 
Get out of here. There you go. You started well, this podcast with mamadas and you're ending it with mamadas. There we go. Yes, it all comes full circle always here. Wait, wait. Before we go, I didn't get your guys' predictions on the Rams-Packers games. So, I uh, Rams-Packer games. So, Sonny, I'll go with you first. Do you think the Rams are going to pull it off or do you think it's going to be Green Bay all the way? Is Aaron Donald playing and is he 100%? Probably playing, probably not 100%. I'm going to go... Ah, fuck. Listen, there's two teams I have never cared for in my life as a, <laughs> as a 49er fan, okay? Right. The Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. And then more recently, as I got older, obviously, because the rivalry became, being what it's been, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I, I hate to pick the fucking Packers. But if you're asking me to be objective... I think Objective. The, I think the Packers are going to win this game. Um, I just think it's their defense is okay. The Packers' defense is okay. Their offense is clicking right now, um, and has mm. been. And Aaron Rodgers is looking like you know that former quarterback that he was, mm. a, a, a former MVP. Who knows? Maybe he gets it this year after all. Again. Um, okay. So I picked the Packers, man. Sorry. No, it's all good, bro. I mean, be unbiased as you can. And Donald, I, uh, you try to be unbiased here. Who do you like? The Rams or the Packers? Your money's on the line here. Your <laughs> fictional money's on the line here. Your Bitcoins are on the line. <laughs> um, just based off the performance, I want to say the Rams. Um, I just feel like they have a little bit more grit that I think is, you know, something to account for. Um, but I know that it's not easy going to Lambo, but I will put my money I'll tell, I'll put my money on the Rams to, to squeak oh! out. Oh wait, hold up. Donald said based off of this yes, performance. Yes, yes. He's penalizing the Packers for, for having to buy week. <laughs> having to buy week. <laughs> <laughs> He's penalizing them. Although that the has, Rams that has bit teams in the past though. So there is yeah. there is a chad. So, you know, we'll see. Ride the hot hand here. Yeah. Let it roll. Let it roll. <laughs> Bet it all on blue and white. Let's go. Seven, Come on. Wait, seven point favorite. So, Donald, should we have a friendly little West Box <laughs> score wager here? Because I know Alex is going to be good for it. I don't even, that goes without <laughs> saying here. Because I, I'm as just... much as you're a degenerate gambler, I am the dumbest gambler <laughs> as of all time, as, as, as shown as our at our poker game the other night. I am the worst gambler ever. So, of course, <laughs> I'm going to bet on my Rams, yes. no matter how bad they are. So, Donald, would you like the seven points? <laughs> yeah. Alex I'll take, and I are I'll going... The, I'll, take, I'll take the Rams to, to, to cover. Alex and I are going straight up, so fuck you, Alex. I'm not giving you any points <laughs> because <laughs> that's your team. You should believe in them no matter what. Um, <laughs> Donald, because you're not a Rams fan, I'll give you the seven points that the, the Packers opened up with. <laughs> so, there you go. Stay tuned next week to see how this plays out. Thank you for listening to the West Box Score Gambling Podcast here, as it always turns out to be. It always starts off with sports talk and it always gets ends with some kind of bet. Always, always. Oh, man. Well, thank you for downloading listening to West Box Score this week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at West Box Score. Follow Sonny and listen to his podcast, The Fox Crate Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter or on Instagram at The Fox Crate Podcast. Uh, that's it for us this week. See ya. Peace. Later.